Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Biden signs the infrastructure bill. Oh, my. Plus, we have the jury deliberating in the Rittenhouse trial. We've also got a Chinese dissident who says something unexpected to a liberal about who the real threat of authoritarianism comes from in America and much more coming your way. We'll get into all of that in just a moment. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. you got wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Go to Bambi.com slash Buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That website is Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Buck, Bambi.com slash Buck. Oh, it's all going to turn around for the Democrats now. That's what they want you to believe. If only we get the next big bill through, it'll change everything, right? That's what they say. It's not true. It's ridiculous. And it's also based on all kinds of fuzzy and even just outright false math. Let's just start with the the infrastructure bill for a second here. Biden signed it. And as part of this as well, there's the broader build back better uh, agenda item, right? That'll be next on the docket after they do infrastructure. The next part of this is the just general spending package, which is essentially socialism and Green New Deal stuff or expansions of the social welfare state in this country and the Green New Deal. Here is uh, disconnected from reality. Multi multimillionaire Nancy Pelosi telling everybody that the Build Back Better bill is actually a tax cut that is paid for. This is a great accomplishment and there's more to come. And so happy that hopefully this week we will be passing Build Back Better to, to get tax tax cuts to America's working families, uh, to create millions more jobs, to lower health care costs. And all of it paid for by making everyone pay his or her own fair share. The Democrats are socialists. The only thing that stops them in this country from going full socialist, honestly, is the Republican Party, as weak and ineffective as it can be sometimes, and that they don't have a majority of the American people who are along with them yet. But uh, Pelosi, if she could, she would raise taxes on people to Swedish levels. And they would have the government in even more control of different sectors of the economy. They would expand the government across the board. That's what would actually happen. I mean, they would go much, much more socialist than they currently can get away with. So what holds them back is not ideology. It's not sanity. It's political reality. And then, of course, math. This is also why when Biden says stuff like this about the build back better bill, beep, 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 beep. Build Back Better Bill. Uh, When Biden says this stuff, 
It's not true, but it doesn't matter because it's all about getting people to think it's true until it's too late. You know, the same goes for my plan to build back better for the people, getting folks back to work and reducing cost of things like child care, elder care, housing, health care, prescription drugs and meeting the moment on climate change. I'm confident that the House will pass this bill and then we're going to have to pass it in the Senate and it's fully paid for. It will reduce the deficit over long term, according to the leading economists in the world. And again, no one earning less than four hundred thousand dollars will pay a single penny more in federal taxes. And together, together with the infrastructure bill, millions of lives will be changed for the better. So here's what this is all reliant on. It all is based on supercharging the IRS to harass, terrify, and even imprison more and more Americans to get as much, to squeeze even more money out of them. That's what they think is going to do this. The projections, I'm being serious with you, they have an expectation that the IRS getting an additional 70,000 agents, that's what they want, and being much more, being told to be much more aggressive will result in hundreds of billions of dollars of additional revenue. Hundreds of billions more. That's what they're saying right now. That should be terrifying to people. I mean, the IRS is... The whole whole thing is preposterous when you think about it. Uh, The fact that you have to jump through all these hoops in the tax code and, and there's all these opaque areas of it. And the whole thing is this absurd game where the government... They know what you need to pay, but they don't tell you what you need to pay. It's up to you to figure out, even though it's impossible for you to know what they think you're supposed to pay. And if you get it wrong, they'll find you. And if you get it really wrong, they'll throw you in prison and ruin your reputation and your life. And this is unusual, by the way. In developed countries, people don't generally live in fear of the tax collector harassing them and even throwing them in prison. This doesn't really happen in European countries. I mean, in Greece, as you know, if you were paying attention to the financial collapse, like a tiny percentage of the com- of the country was even paying taxes. Now, that obviously wasn't sustainable, hence the financial collapse. But they weren't throwing people in prison for tax evasion all the time. Look, it should be very straightforward. It should be how much money did you what money was made? Take out a calculator, take a percentage that we all agree on is the percentage, and that's it. Flat tax, baby. That should be the end of it. Full stop. No no deductions, no nothing, just flat tax. But everyone wants their little, little extra piece of pie, and they want other people to have less pie. And this is why when Bastiat wrote in the law the, about the, the fiction, that the state is the fiction by which man can live at the expense of every other man, this has been true for a long time. The government wants to convince you that you're not paying for this. Someone else is paying for it. Well, that's the fundamental lie. That's how they get away with all of this stuff. And that's how we have them telling us that this will all be paid for. They're, they're passing a massive spending package. They already obviously signed infrastructure. That's done now. Uh, but they're, they're trying to pass this BBB bill. And they're going to be spending more money in a bill that's a non-emergency than at any time since the 1960s. And yet we're supposed to think that just by having a more aggressive and harassing IRS, things are going to be paid for. We're going to be at $30 trillion of debt here really soon. We already have inflation rising. 
What makes inflation go even higher? Massive government spending, monetary policy. Inflation always and everywhere, I think it was Milton Friedman who said this, is a monetary issue, monetary policy issue. And so they're doing the thing that will make this worse, and they're telling you that they will make it better. Because that's what Democrats do. They lie to your face until it's too late. Just like the corporate Democrat media. They lie to your face while it's useful to them about Russia collusion, about Jussie Smollett, about nooses in parks and on the door of a NASCAR uh, garage. And and they lie to you about Hunter Biden and the laptop. And they lie to you about just go down the list. But it's useful when they're lying to you. And by the time we figure it out, time has passed. It's too late for there to be any real accountability. So that, my friends, that is the way they play the game. And I think it's important we all recognize that. So Rittenhouse jury is deliberating as I'm speaking to you. By the time some of you listen to this, there could already be a verdict. I I am expecting the verdict to come down today on Tuesday, November 16th. I'm expecting it will happen. And I am hopeful, I will not say expecting, because I don't want to jinx anything, that it will be not guilty on all counts. Um, but Kenosha in the background is preparing for riots, which everyone knows will only occur if Rittenhouse goes free because the left didn't care about the facts when they slandered him last year, nor do they care about the obvious truth of his self-defense claims. Now, the left is full of civilizational arsonists. These people are kicking at and trying to burn down even the load-bearing walls of our civilization just to see, just because they're bitter, just because they're envious, because they reject objective truth. It's an ideology of destruction, unfortunately, and that is what is behind so much of the support for the rioters in Kenosha. You'll notice that people aren't, the Democrats aren't embarrassed by what happened in Kenosha, and they think the only person who should be punished is a nice young man who lived 20 minutes away, who didn't want to see stores burned down in a community where his father lived. The, the media's lack of interest in the actual facts here uh, is appalling, but I cannot say it is surprising. Uh, you have morons all over the place in the Democrat corporate media who have no integrity or ethics, who have no honor. Joe Scarborough comes to mind. I mean, the things that he has said about the trial in the last few days He's just he's just a reckless moron. Honestly, uh, he should be called that. I, I don't actually enjoy ever saying mean things on this show or any show about people. I, I don't like criticizing individuals. I like to criticize ideas. But uh, Scarborough is a jackass. And if I could get away with it, I would use different words here. But even though it's technically just a podcast, I like, got to keep it clean in case you're listening with the kids in the car. Um, Scarborough is the absolute worst. And he is harming the public's ability to reason through this by filling their minds with things that are just provably, demonstrably untrue. But the prosecutors in this case, they're really no better. You can tell their lips. First of all, rule, rule of thumb, this guy, Binger, never trust a guy who wears a tie clip and a pocket square. All right, just start with that. You know, just you can never trust a guy who wears a tie clip and a pocket square. I'm telling you, it's a rule for life, folks. It's a rule for life. One or the other. You don't you don't do both. And then beyond that, some of the stuff that was being said in that courtroom, including if you bring a gun, you don't have a self-defense claim anymore. Well, that undermines the entire basis of the Second Amendment as the right to bear arms in one's defense and as a defense against tyranny. 
But then there was the Kenosha assistant DA, James Krause. They were trying to do this whole, oh, it was a provocation, an escalation for Rittenhouse to even be there and to be armed. Here's what Krause said about this fight. 14, please. Clearly, if there is provocation, he's guilty. But even outside of provocation, why do you get to immediately just start shooting? As Mr. Binger said, he brought a gun to a fist fight. And he was too cowardly to use his own fist to fight his way out. He has to start shooting. Yes, James Krause is a moron. Too cowardly to use his fists to fight off a mob that is armed? That is attacking him with weapons? A skateboard is a weapon when someone's swinging it at your head. And anyone who thinks otherwise, really? Okay. Is it a weapon if I take a wine bottle and swing it at someone's head? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a weapon if you stab somebody with a pencil. You can actually do a lot of damage with these things, as you know. He was too cowardly to use his own fists? Is this ADA? Uh, honestly, does he have an IQ in the 50s? Is he, un- is he incapable of tying his shoes in the morning? Is it really possible that he's that stupid? Or are they just that desperate? And they're that emotionally involved in trying to make Kyle Rittenhouse some kind of, uh, some kind of symbol of right-wing vigilante, uh, racist, ultranationalism, or whatever. All these things they say about him, none of which have any basis in fact or reality. And the prosecutors should be ashamed of what they've been doing. They never should have brought this case in the first place. I think deep down, maybe they are intelligent enough to recognize that this entire thing is a sham and they should be deeply embarrassed, deeply embarrassed about bringing this case. Here's also the assistant D.A. James Krause, again, aggressively stupid. I mean, a really dumb person uh, suggesting that, you know, maybe maybe Rittenhouse should have just gotten his ass kicked and taken it like a man. Play 15. Everybody takes a beating sometimes, right? Sometimes you get in a a scuffle and maybe you do get hurt a little bit. That doesn't mean you get to start plugging people with your full metal jacket AR-15 rounds. I mean, does this person know nothing about self-defense? Probably not. I mean, he looks like a guy who's never taken a punch or thrown a punch in his entire life. You have an angry mob that is chasing you. Rittenhouse was trying. Rittenhouse was chased and assaulted. And I'm just going to say this right now. Put yourself in this guy's shoes. If I let's just say I had a handgun or an AR, it doesn't matter. Fine. AR. I've got an AR. I'm walking down the street legally open carrying a semi-automatic rifle. Some lunatic says I'm going to kill you and runs at me. I'm going to draw down and I'm going to say stop. And if that guy keeps coming, I'm going to fill him with holes. That is going to happen. I've been trained to do it. That is what I would do. I wouldn't feel badly about it. What's the alternative? Hope that he tackles me to the ground and doesn't turn my gun on me? I mean, any of you in law enforcement know this is completely outrageous. Any of you have had any use of force training, military or otherwise, know it's, it's, uh, it's just, it's beyond stupid. You have to take a beating? No. When you, you have a rifle, they made the decision. There is a firearm in the mix. They made the decision to assault him. He was trying to turn himself in to law enforcement, and then the mob chased him. Because you see, this mob of idiot leftists is used to getting away with what it wants to do. They felt so self-righteous. Oh, we're doing this because of social justice, because of racism. So we're going to go burn down a tire store. We're going to go loot a CVS because of racism. In this case, the three guys attacking him are white guys, and they're criminals. 
and they were trying to assault him. This is all very straightforward. Everyone takes a beating once in a while. No, no, Mr. Krause, the ADA here, complete nincompoop. What he's saying is not true. If I had a rifle and a mob was chasing me, I would stop. I would say halt. And if they kept coming, I would shoot. And that is called self-defense. That is legitimate. All right. That's reality. They pretended that he was some kind of active shooter. No, if he had showed up and there were people doing their own thing, even if they were just doing rioting, if they weren't threatening him and he just started picking people off. Yeah, that's an active shooter. That's a crime that you can't do. If somebody comes at you. And what is what is the purpose of being able to bear arms at all? If the moment you have them, somebody else can say, well, I am unarmed, so I'm going to I'm just just going to try to beat you to death now. There is only one just verdict in this case, and that is not guilty. And beyond that, I think Kyle Rittenhouse should get an apology from the state of Wisconsin. I think he should sue a number of people in the media for defamation. I know defamation is hard to prove, but I'm sure there are some lawyers that would be happy to represent Kyle because they did defame him. I hope by the time you hear this, at least we know that he's no longer facing a possible life sentence in prison for breaking no laws and on an ethical basis, doing nothing wrong. I've gotten to know Mike Lindell very well over the years. He's the inventor of my pillow, and his team has been a game changer when it comes to my sleep because they've hooked me up with all the my pillow products. I've got the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, the my towels, my slippers, and of course, two my pillows on my bed right now. You've got to try a my pillow. You'll be sleeping better than you have in years. Listeners like you have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today. And Mike Lindell wants to give back to all of you. You can get great discounts on MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com right now and clicking on the Radio Listener Special Square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off products like their pillows, mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robe, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Remember, go to MyPillow.com. Click on radio listener specials, and then when you pick out what you want, use that promo code BUCK. You'll get incredible discounts on these amazing products. Real quick, this was one of these more illuminating segments than the lib running it intended. It was a Margaret Hoover over on uh, the redo of Firing Line that nobody watches on PBS. But she had Ai Weiwei, uh, the Chinese dissident, on her show And you can tell the left is so used to talking about authoritarianism and Trump and Trump is an authoritarian. What are we going to do? Because Trump is so scary and authoritarian. And this actual dissident in a country where there is true, really totalitarianism had a different view when you hear him talking about it of who the threat of authoritarianism in America really comes from. Do you see Donald Trump as an authoritarian? If you are authoritarian, you have to have a system in supporting you. You cannot just be authoritarian by yourself. But uh, certainly in the United States, with today's uh, condition, you can easily have an authoritarian. In many ways, you're already in the authoritarian state. You just don't know it. How so? Many things happens today in U.S. can be compared to cultural revolution in China. Like what? Like people trying to be unified in certain political correctness, that is very dangerous. People unified in political correctness is very dangerous. It ends a free society. 
the threat of authoritarianism today in America comes from the Democrats. It comes from the left. That's what he's saying. And we can all see it. His point also about the system. Trump was opposed to the system. Trump was undermined by, attacked by, viciously, relentlessly attacked by the system. So how could he be an authoritarian? You have to have the apparatus and the apparatchiks, to borrow from the Soviet times, all at your disposal. Trump didn't have that. In fact, the apparatus that he was supposed to control of the federal government turned against him and tried to get rid of him illegally. So who does the threat of authoritarianism really come from? It comes from the left. It comes from the Democrats. They don't want to hear that, but it's true. And we all know it. So who's destroying freedom in America today? Democrats. Who threatens individual liberty and individual rights today? The left. The Democrats. Don't ever forget it. Thanks for being here on the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Appreciate it, folks. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Make sure you become a supporter at bucksexton.locals.com. I'll talk to you soon. Shields high.